Hey everybody, welcome to episode one of the Tap In with Taco podcast. I'm your host, Takato Watanabe. The goal of this podcast is closing the gap between the end of your military career to the start of your civilian career. And I'll be bringing on some guests to talk about their transition um, from the military to their civilian job and what that process looked like. Um, So you could take advantage of the lessons learned from their end so you don't run into the same issues that we ran into during your transition and it can be as successful and seamless as possible. So let me tell you why I wanted to create this podcast. I created this podcast because I felt like I had no support or resources during my transition and I had a lot of difficulty and struggled balancing my careers between civilian and the military and I just generally felt lost throughout the entire process and really didn't know what I wanted to do after the military. If you're feeling kind of the same way and trying to figure out and navigate your way into the civilian sector, I hope that the guests that I bring on provide some value and insight for you and potentially an inspiration for what role you want to go after next. In this episode, I'll be talking about my journey from the military to the civilian life and how I was able to successfully land myself in the tech industry with no business degree, working in retail, Um, as a lower enlisted soldier for most of my army career. So let's dive right in. Enlisted in the Army Reserves at 17 years old, um, and I even had to have my parents sign paperwork in order for me to join. Um, After my initial basic combat training, I went straight to college at the University of Washington in Seattle, ended up choosing to get an anthropology degree. And after graduating college, I decided to work full-time at a high-end department store while still being in the Army Reserves. Um, I really struggled with balancing being a reservist and working retail just because the hours conflicted all the time. Retail requires working during the busy weekends and battle assemblies or drills are usually done over the weekends as well. Also, annual training is about two to three weeks in the summertime and the company that I worked for would have large annual sales that needed me to be there. So from the start, I set myself up to fail. So don't be like me. If you're going from active duty to the reserves, find a role that suits your hours. Eventually, I got to a point where I just couldn't balance the two because of my growing responsibilities in both roles. So part-time army wasn't something I could see myself growing in and really wanted to fully commit to my civilian career for my long-term growth. When I finally decided that I wanted to get out of the army, I was a Sergeant E5 with an anthropology degree and retail experience. I had no idea what I was supposed to do with that, and I also wanted to get out of the retail industry because I didn't see the long-term opportunities for myself. I reached out to the Army Career Employee Readiness Specialist, but didn't get too much value out of that, and TAP isn't available for reservists, so I wasn't able to leverage their programs. I've heard feedback about the TAP program and the lack of assistance it provides, which is kind of where the TAP in with Taco Portion comes from. But keep in mind that they can only help you with so much, right? If you're struggling to find some help or trying to navigate your way through this, know that you're not alone and I'm here to help you out. 
When I finally started looking for jobs outside of the military, I applied to a bunch of jobs and got rejected for all of them and didn't really understand why. But looking back, my bullet points were a little bit too military focused. Um, that was my biggest struggle I had, translating what I did in the military to civilian terms. Here's an example of a bullet point on my resume before and after. Before, led team of up to six soldiers to accomplish tasks without constant guidance from supervisors. After I transformed it, this is what it sounded like. Trained key personnel to operate and maintain multi-million dollar equipment, ensuring operational readiness. Do you see how much better that sounds? There's a lot of different ways that you can improve the way that you are writing things onto your resume just by tweaking it a little bit. There's also a lot of tasks that you do during your day-to-day -day that you wouldn't think applies to the civilian world, but they actually do. Here's an example. So as a Seaburn person, one of the job duties was to verify all the gas masks were ready for emission by testing them for leaks. I didn't include that on my resume because I felt like it wasn't worth it, but that's pretty much quality assurance or testing, a valuable skill to have. It's following the steps in order to verify if a piece of equipment is fully functional. I recommend you write down tasks you do or have done when building your resume out and think about what the points you wrote down and fundamentally what it is you're doing. For me, it was almost like QA. After many failed attempts of job applications, luckily I found the Veterans Technology Apprenticeship Program by Accenture, and this is what helped launch me into the tech industry. Here's kind of what the training program consisted of. So you need to complete a program where you learn how to code and build apps on Android devices. So you start with like basic stuff, creating what the user sees on the phone. And then by the end of it, you learn more complex logic to handle what goes on behind the scenes of an app. So I had no background in doing any coding or development before that, but I always had an interest in tech. So I fully immersed myself in the content and just learned as much as I could. The coolest thing about the program was being able to build out the functionality of an app and then open your phone to see it. Like, yo, I built this. And being able to see a tangible product and show off your work is so rewarding. And after completing a series of building out six or so apps, they set up time to interview you. The interview was the hardest part for me just because they grilled me to make sure I understood the concepts, concepts that I learned in the class. And if they like you, they'll extend an offer from you. From start to finish, I would say the program is about nine months, including the interview. So just keep in mind the initial offer might be low just because you're coming from a training program, but know that in the long term, you'll either grow within the organization or just have more to add to your resume. The program I went through is just one example of the many opportunities that are opened up for being a military veteran, so make sure you take advantage of those if you can. Um, back when I went through the program, the apprenticeship was the only option, but now they've grown into multiple great programs. So I got the job. I joined Accenture. When I first started working at Accenture, I had no idea what I was doing. They just throw you into the fire, but that's something that the army prepared me for. In the military, we're thrown into situations we're not familiar with and we have to adapt. I don't even remember the number of times that I messed up or, or failed, but it was definitely trial by fire for me. So don't be afraid to fail. Failure is part of the process of growing and learning, and I feel like too many people are afraid of failure that they don't even try. I want to call out a few other traits that I learned in the military that has helped me in my career. So the first thing is leadership. You probably hear it all the time, but really, leadership is a key skill you learn. 
in the military, there's always times where you're put in charge of situations when you're not ready for it and you just have to perform. Number two, teamwork. As an enlisted soldier, this is something that I needed to do on a regular basis. Someone from your chain command might come up to you and say, hey, X, Y, and Z needs to be done. What do you do? You need to convince other people that are similar rank as you to help you go execute. Similarly, in my current role as a product manager, I'm not in charge of anybody, but I work with a team towards a common goal. The third thing is communication. Being able to clearly articulate a point to a group of people or a person is extremely valuable. So don't take these skills for granted. They're all applicable for you in your post-military career. And after joining Accenture is really where I saw the gap as far as the help that veterans were receiving when they were getting out of the military. Our military employee resource group at Accenture would host quarterly employee readiness workshops. And a lot of the feedback that we got that TAPS was not helpful and they really appreciated the help that we provided. So some of the things we did were uh, resume reviews, mock interviews, um, LinkedIn profiles, overall basic but essential things that we all need when even when we're looking for a new job in general, right? We need to have all these things ready to go so we're set up for success. And so that's where I kind of got the inspiration of creating this podcast was um, volunteering during these employee readiness workshops um, and to see the impact that we were making for these veterans that were transitioning out. Looking back, here's some things that I wish I had done differently and something you could consider so you don't have the same struggles as I did. The first thing is to start looking earlier. Let's say you ETS a year from now. That year is going to fly by faster than you think. And when you're out processing, there's so many other things that you need to prioritize. Um, The second thing is reach out to people. Ask them about their job. What's it like on a day-to-day basis? What do they like? What do they don't like? Build your resume out and practice interviewing. Seriously. I like practicing with my friends just so I can get that direct feedback. And the more you practice, the better you sound during your interview, the earlier you build your resume, the better it'll look. Join workshops and get an idea of how to better present yourself and also connect with other people. If there's opportunities, join one-on-one coaching sessions if they're available as well. And the last thing is finances. Don't go spending all your money on random stuff like I did. Um, I wish I was more knowledgeable about my finances like 20 years ago. Um, A good book that I found that I recommend is called I Will Teach You To Be Rich by Ramit Sethi. Um, It's definitely worth uh, taking a look at. So thanks for tuning in, guys. Uh, If there's a topic you want me to cover, let me know. If there's something that you're struggling with that you want me to talk about, feel free to send me that feedback. Make sure to follow me on Instagram at tappinwithtacopodcast. You can send me your resume if you want me to review it there. Follow me on any um, podcasting platforms. Also, big shout out to my boys, Keo and Mike Chang, for helping me put this podcast together. If you enjoy the intro music, check out Mike. He's a whiskey B, W S K Y dot B. He's on uh, Instagram, YouTube, Spotify, um, all platforms. Check out his music; it's pretty dope. If you like my podcast artwork, check out Anthony Keo at Keo Dequila on Instagram. In my next episode, I'll be interviewing a friend of mine from Accenture, Nick. Uh, we'll be diving into management consulting. Um, but talk to you guys next time. Peace.
West side in the field, what's real? I got my whole squad popping like they on two pills. No sign, listen, got two mil. I ain't meek when it come to big banks like my first name Phil.